Hello, welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Series 3, Episode 86 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we as we begin, really, our study properly of uh, the Come Follow Me materials for this week, March the 22nd to March 28th, covering Doctrine and Covenants, Section 29. Today, we'll begin with the first few verses, uh, looking at um, how Jesus Christ will gather his people. Now, Throughout this as well, there is references. If you look in the Come Follow Me materials, uh, it talks about how there are references to the plan of salvation integrated throughout this entire section. And I'll try and make reference to those each time we study a particular section. But because it kind of covers the entire section, I, I wanted just to kind of make reference to that through our study this week. So at the start in verse one, it says, listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, your Redeemer, the great I am, whose arm of mercy hath atoned for your sins. And it is um, a great indication and evidence, again, that it is, in fact, the Saviour speaking through the prophet Joseph Smith, because he uses this phrase, the great I am. Now, this is something which refers to the Saviour's name as Jehovah. Uh, it translates in Hebrew to Yahweh, which is Jehovah. And it's an interesting phrase to have been used because it is something that is read of in the Bible. And in our, in our English uh, versions, we don't see that. Um, when we see it probably the first time when Moses is speaking to the Saviour or to Jehovah uh, in the burning bush. And um, when Moses asks, you know, who shall he say that has called him? Um, he says, I am that I am. And for Joseph Smith to have known that, I mean, first of all, I don't think, I, I can't be 100% sure on this, but I know that he didn't own his own Bible until around about this time. Um, it was certainly uh, very soon after uh, he received his own copy of the Bible uh, that this revelation was given. This is, it's, that was around the time he was inspired to begin his inspired version of the Bible. Um, and it's, it just shows that, you know, again, this, this largely uneducated, um, farm boy or farm man, as we should probably call him now, um, would not have known that at this stage very early on. And yet here he is, um, speaking for the savior, the savior speaking through him saying that he is the great I am. Uh, it's just a great, um, example really of how it is the saviour speaking to us whose arm of mercy again arm of mercy is a great uh, book of mormon phrase um you see this very often in the book of mormon this phrase arm of mercy uh, and it's just a wonderful encapsulation of who the saviour is and what he has done for us uh, and so a great introduction from him and in verse two something which we see in the bible and the book of mormon who will gather his people, even as a behen gathereth her chickens under her wings, even as many as will hearken to my voice and humble themselves before me and call upon me in mighty prayer. Again, the Saviour is referring to his role as the gatherer, or as someone who will gather his people. And look out for this, uh, this principle in this chapter, because it's going to come up often that he will gather his people, 
uh, before the last days and the gathering that will take place is one of the most important works that will happen. Um, and again, we get this imagery of a hen gathering her chickens under her wings. And I suppose, you know, the question is, why does he use that phrase or that analogy? You know, I'm sure there's many other analogies in the animal kingdom or in the world where there is someone or something gathering something together. Um, but why this particular one? Um, I suppose for a few different reasons. With the hen and the chickens, you know, the chickens do not necessarily know the reason why they're being gathered under the wings of the hen. Um, the hen is far more aware and far more cognizant of what is going on. And the chickens, you know, they respond to the hen's call uh, to come under the, her wings, knowing that there is danger coming, knowing that there is a reason uh, why they need to gather under her wings. Uh, but the hen, but they listen to the direction of the hen. Obviously, if they do not, then, you know, they are then in danger. Not because the hen will punish them, not because the hen will um, do something to them for, for not uh, coming under her wing, but they don't have the protection of that hen anymore. Uh, and they are left to the uh, the elements and, the, and being vulnerable in the world. Uh, again, very relatable to us. Um, another thing is just the effects that being under the hen's wings has with the chicks. So the chickens, you know, when, when they do gather under the, the wings of the hen, um, it's been referred to and been mentioned by a number of people about this verse that the, the chickens suddenly calm down quite dramatically uh, when they are under the, the wings of the hen. Uh, and because of this, you know, it's a lot more calming, it's a lot more soothing and it's a lot more safe or they feel a lot more comfortable and safe under there. And again, that's, it can be very much the same for us. When we are truly gathered, when we truly come to the Saviour and feel of his calming influence and peace uh, from the Spirit, then we ourselves feel a lot more safe and secure through the Great Comforter, uh, which is the Holy Ghost. And so uh, that is, you know, a few points, a few um, principles about the gathering under the Saviour's wing, as it were that uh, relates well to this uh, analogy of the hen gathering of chickens under its wing. But of course, I'm sure that those listening, if any listening are, have any further ideas on this, it would be great to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, Church Jesus Christ Study Session will come follow me. Um, Facebook group. We'll continue on. And it says, Behold, verily, verily, I say unto you that at this time your sins are forgiven you. Therefore you receive these things. But remember to sin no more, lest peril shall come upon you. I mean, again, what a wonderful um, thing to hear. You know, you're sitting there listening to the prophet receive this revelation and hear that the Saviour says that your sins are forgiven you, but remember to sin but no more. And I think that this is something which we have to understand is that the Saviour is with his arms of mercy, with his great uh, wings to try and comfort us. He is wanting to forgive us. And as we return to him, pray to him, repent uh, of the things that we do wrong. Uh, then he will forgive us. He will gladly forgive us, but he will always tell us to sin no more. You know, I think that the, the great example of this is the uh, the, woman, the woman taken in, in adultery. And that, again, you know, he didn't condone what she did. He didn't, um, you know, say, oh, it's okay, don't worry about it. He did tell her that he, she, in, in, in different words, that she was forgiven, that he doesn't condemn her but that she was to go and sin no more. 
Um, and I think that that is a wonderful example of his love and his mercy for us, that if we return to him and show that desire to never return again to that sin, uh, and we lay it aside and we, and we repent of it, he will forgive us, but we must not return to it. But then we have to go through that process again. And um, But the beautiful thing is, is that we can return to that process again. This isn't a, right, you've got one more chance and that's it, um, kind of a philosophy that the Saviour has. He does tell us to sin no more because that is the ultimate goal which we should have. But we are mortal, we are human, and all of us do return to our sins. Um, well, I say all of us, like many of us will return to a sin, a sin once we've forgive, repented of it or been forgiven of it because that is our human nature. But the Saviour is there once again to, to, to allow us to be forgiven. But we must put that effort forward. We must try our very best to lay it aside. Uh, and I think that that is the important part. Uh, we'll leave it there. We've only got through three verses. I told you we'd do a deep dive, and I fear that at this rate uh, we'll only get through 15 or 18 verses, but I'm sure uh, we will uh, get through more as we go through. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can also email Session at gmail.com if uh, you'd like to share any of your thoughts or feedback, and if you'd like to join on a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time and until and until we meet again.